This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Tuesday. Hope you're all having a great week so far. We're almost, we're midway through the week, um, and you're excited to find out the latest on what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. We've got some very exciting news happening right here in the UAE, especially for those who are big fans of coding, who would love to get some free courses on how to code and how to advance their skills, especially because winter break is going on, so it's nice to make the most out of our time. A free coding school in Abu Dhabi, the one and only G42 has opened up a thousand spots, a thousand places for students to be able to go ahead and register themselves. And for those of you who don't know, it's actually the first school in the UAE that has no teachers and students are basically learning from themselves. Yes, a uh, very good way to you know spend your time during your winter break if you are a student or if you have nothing to do and you've always wanted to learn to code. We're also talking about the world's first SMS from 1992 and how that will be auctioned as an NFT and the first ever SMS. I want to make you guys guess what it was. <laughs> 4215, do, do send in your guesses and I will give you a hint. It's wishing someone a happy holiday. Mm, that's a good hint. So let us know what is your thought about what this message contains. Coming up on today's show, we're talking about a very interesting application that will help protect all of your messages from being hacked into because one Emirati researcher has created an application that can delete texts in 10 seconds. It can also block links that are shared to help protect users. What is this application and how does it work? We're going to be sharing all those details and much more in just a few moments. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we do love our 5G, but some people don't. And we're talking about anti-5G <laughs> necklaces that are claiming to, and I quote, protect people from mobile networks found to be radioactive. Now, in the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of people speculated that people were getting COVID from 5G for some reason. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about this crazy new technology in just a bit. Yes, indeed. And speaking of crazy technology, we're also going to be talking about one form of battery that researchers have created. This battery can be twisted, can be washed, and even can be stretched. How does it work? And can you even put it in a washing machine? So much is upcoming on today's show. So make sure you keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Yes. And uh, if you are a 90s fan like me <laughs> and you like your Backstreet Boys, well, too bad I'm not going to give them to you. I'm going to give you the next best thing in sync. It's going to be me. This is my jam. Oh my God. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. You know, my favorite saying mm -hmm. is So whatever is free, get it in abundance. Get it as much as you can. And we all love free things. So why not talk about a free coding school? right here in Abu Dhabi in the capital of the UAE and coding is becoming an international language now you know coding and programming they're somewhat the same and you know the programming language nowadays is so much needed in the technological sector that I do believe in the future everyone will need to know how to read code at least if not write it but right here in Abu Dhabi we have you know a good idea of it and we are, you know, give, uh, Abu Dhabi is giving a free no teacher and no classroom coding school. 
and has it opened ab- admissions for its second cohort of students. Yes, indeed. Now, this school has definitely been the talk of the town lately. A lot of students have actually embedded in it. They've experienced the classes. We have had the chance to interview one of the smartest kids I've ever come across who was able to juggle studying at university while investing about 14 hours of coding into this school. But now they're offering 1,000 more seats for aspiring coders after welcoming about 225 students in September on the campus. Now, there are traditional classes that you can see if you're the type of person or the type of learner who would rather have a teacher right in front of them. So that would be the traditional class. You'd have teachers, you'd have an actual physical classroom. It is open to students 24 hours a day, but it mostly relies on peer review, coding projects, and internships. And a student who would go through the program over three to five years is expected to emerge as a coder. So it's a great skill to start out kids on as they are young, let's say ninth grade or eighth grade, or even a lot younger. We've seen some coders who are eight and nine years old. And then over the span of five years, even before they graduate school, they are already full-on and full-fledged coders. Yes, now coding is no longer the future, it is the present, it is right now, and 42 Abu Dhabi's peer-to-peer gamified methodology does enable students to build a unique report of soft and hard skills. Now, there's also an unprecedented damage, and that has led to the expansion of Abu Dhabi campus in its, uh, sorry, unprecedented demand, and it has led to that expansion of the Abu Dhabi campus which is the first in the Middle East. A lot of students and a lot of parents mm-hmm. are demanding, you know, coding schools in Abu Dhabi. And this is the first of its kind right here in the in the Middle East. And the United Arab Emirates is focused on developing and attracting coding talent in its push to build a knowledge-based, technology-driven economy. This isn't, this isn't the first time we've seen something like this. The UAE has always been welcoming coders mm-hmm. From all over the world, there was a 100,000 coders initiative that was done by His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, who is the Vice President and Prime Minister of the UAE and ruler of Dubai. So it's always been, you know, a, 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 a target to, you know, make the UAE much more digitalized and bring in as much talent as we can to make the UAE seamlessly, seamlessly relying on technology. And Dubai has even, uh, you know, announced a paperless government a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at technology becoming a very dependent variant in our world today. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of aspiring to become a technology-driven economy, back in the day, oil was all any country would look at. They would try to make the most out of it to create revenue from it. But now we're looking at diversifying this economy and making the most out of the technology that we have right here. And if you have kids or if you yourself have been, you know, contemplating whether or not you should get into coding. The UAE has also placed a lot of great attractions if you are a coder. So first off, you would be possibly eligible to get the golden visa because one category of the golden visa is open for young people who are uh, interested in computer programming, who have a lot of knowledge. They've also opened up 100,000 golden visas to deliver long-term residency to entrepreneurs who are involved in coding. So even if you're not an expert in coding, but you do know how to code a bit, you've created your very own app, you would be eligible for that long-term residency. They've also signed a deal with some of the biggest tech giants that we have heard of around the world. Amazon, Google, Facebook have all been part of the deal to train 100,000 young people in computer programming. So 
so many initiatives are currently being done. So might as well go ahead and take the opportunity when you have it. Yes, always grab the opportunity by the neck. And Abu Dhabi is providing that free coding school. So if you are in the Emirate of Abu Dhabi or you don't mind making the commute or even doing it online, do mm -hmm. sign up. You do have 1,000 free spots available, but they're probably going by the second. Ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about the world's first SMS that is going as an NFT, and it will be sold and auctioned, and we'll be telling you guys all about that in just a bit, but we're going to leave you with a song that I personally never heard before. <laughs> Let's see what it is. It's called Belly Belly. Oh, I'm sure you've heard it. We're about to find out. I never heard about this guy <laughs> who sings it or girl or band. Keep us nine five locked, ladies and gentlemen. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. 30 years ago, the first SMS in the entire world was sent. It had 14 characters. It had a very special message that actually coincides with the time of the year that we're currently in. And recently, just a couple days ago, it was up for auctions. Um, it dates back to 1992. So... Looking at it, it's definitely going to be placed as an NFT since that is the way that the world has been going um, when it comes to selling artwork, selling unique things. Just a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the first World Wide Web URL being auctioned and up for sale for hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I'm excited to see how much is this going to be up for. Yeah, I think the thing that most surprised me the most is 1992 was 30 years ago. Really? I <laughs> yeah, I think that is surprising me more than anything. And, you know, just thinking about how fast time has been moving. Now, the telecom giant photo Vodafone is going to auction the world's first SMS. And fun fact, a little bit, you know, uh, history Sorry. lesson. This SMS was sent by an employee of the company to another employee all the way back in 1992. And it's the world's first text message and had around 14 characters which now the company is converting into an NFT or non-fungible token. Now, taking to its official handle on Twitter, Vodafone did say that it is going to be the company's first NFT, and that company will donate the amount received from the auction of this NFT to the UNHCR to help the refugees. So it is more of a, you know, a charitable donation and a charity auction. And the first ever SMS, ladies and gentlemen, I've been telling you guys to SMS <laughs> us at 4215 and let us know your guys' guesses. Some of you got it right. Most of you got it right. But it was Merry Christmas. That was the first ever SMS from one Vodafone employee to another. They're wishing each other the happy holidays. And again, it's just crazy how 30 years ago, mm -hmm. right? There are some people who are born in 1992 that I know personally. And I'm like, whoa, those people are 30 now. Mm -hmm. But 30 years ago, we had the first SMS. Go back another 10 years, the internet came out. And in 20 years, which is now, 20 mm -hmm. years later after the internet came out, we're looking at the metaverse. So what is going to be happening in 10 years' time? What is going to be happening in 20 years' time? A small step in just 30 years has now made a huge step to how everyone now communicates via messaging services. Omni, when's the last time you called someone and say hey i just want to check up on you oh right? i do that often <laughs> no not someone you have you don't talk to a lot right mm. do you call or do you just send a text message it's mostly text messages exactly. i agree hey you, you you crossed my mind want to ask how you doing true that's absolutely right and one message 15 letters 
14 to 15 letters have changed the world 30 years ago. Now, what one interesting aspect that I liked uh, about what Vodafone is planning to do with the NFT revenue or money that they're going to be receiving is they are planning to donate it to or donate the proceeds to the UNH. So it's a great initiative that they're holding and the auction will actually be done in France. It is going to be held today on the 21st of December and it's going to be carried at one of the auction houses over there. So I'm excited to see who's going to be the lucky, lucky person to get his hands or her hands on the first, the very first SMS that was ever sent in this world. I mean, now when we talk about sending SMSs, it's like, what? What century do you live in? Because most of us just... DM, WhatsApp, tweet. It's either iMessage, WhatsApp, or, you know, a direct message on any of those social media platforms. But ladies and gentlemen, Mm. right, the question is, have you ever warned yourself before? (laughs) I mean, a lot of people warned themselves. Yeah, they do. But Charlie Puth warned himself as well. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? In, t- <laughs> in today's day and age, people have definitely been fighting to get privacy. That is the sad reality that all of us live in today. We know that any conversation we have on social media platforms isn't as private as we'd like it to be. And one Emirati researcher, or I must say a group of students, have decided that, you know what? We're going to take matters into our own hands and create an application that will delete texts within 10 seconds. It will also block link sharing to help protect us users from hackers and smackers. Smackers and smackers. scammers. Smackers. Hackers and smackers. And scammers. You know what smackers is, Omnia? It's a cereal. Oh my Google God. it. Smackers. <laughs> so it's my mom's favorite cereal. No way. Yeah, I don't know how. Shout you, out to your mom. Yeah, I don't know how you thought of you smackers. Know, you know, no, you know what are smackers? They're like that type of lip balm. And they're also that cereal, really? Google Smackers cereal. I didn't get anything. Or they were called Snackers. But ladies and gentlemen. No, it's Smacks. Smacks. That's my sister's favorite All cereal. All right, Smacks. <laughs> Smacks, Smackers, Hackers. Oh, my God. But ladies and gentlemen, we do know that social media and apps for texting aren't just restricted to friendly interactions anymore. And, you know, a lot of personal data as well as sensitive info is often exchanged through these, uh, you know, messaging channels. And by the way... Mm. Why uh, it's so, you know, sensitive and personal now that a lot of, you know, delivery services, for example, Aramex will send yeah. you a WhatsApp message through their business account. AI will talk to you or and say, yeah, or <laughs> and it will say share your location, yes. share, you know, uh, what time you're going to be home, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if a hacker or a smacker wanted to rob your house, smacker again, yeah, he would hack into your phone or what's up and know what time you won't be home mm-hmm. and where is the location you know of your house as well but ju- again privacy is a very valuable thing in the digital world and this Emirati team has the great idea for it with this application yes indeed the app is called O Message and honestly I feel it I really like the name because it's been gaining popularity over the past few months Thanks to the feature that they've launched where voice messages and text messages are automatically deleted within 10 seconds from a user's account after they send it. Honestly, it reminds me of the WhatsApp version of Snapchat. So if WhatsApp or if Snapchat were to create a messaging platform just like WhatsApp, this would be the result. I mean, you can on, on Snapchat, you do get the option to save messages and they can stay on the app. But mostly once you hear it, it goes ahead and expires. Yeah, 100%. Now, 
Instagram tried to have the same approach with the vanishing message, uh, you know, uh, feature. Now, yeah. I don't think a lot of people utilize that one as much as uh, Instagram thought it would be. And even when I see the vanishing, I'm like, what is this? You know, and if I'm ever messaging someone and we go into vanishing mode, it's just, you know, we're making fun of vanishing <laughs> mode more than actually using, using it for it. its purposes. Now, we do know that a lot of people love their privacy and a lot of people only use Snapchat for that privacy as well and that nothing is saved in the chat and nothing is documented as well. Now, a complete aversion towards sending any kind of links is a step towards tackling the rise of shady activities on the interwebs, which are part of phishing attacks that often do steal an individual's details that would then be used to break into their digital bank accounts. Now, to further protect the, vi the privacy of a user, this application does also allow them to appear offline, which I would need that <laughs> deeply on WhatsApp, and blocks any entity from tracking their location. And obviously, this was designed to offer simplicity, and the user does not need to worry about adjusting complicated privacy settings on the app. This is like your dream messaging app. Yeah, and again, a lot of, you know, WhatsApp in general, it does provide privacy in a way, but you have to tweak it to your likings. Absolutely. Let us know if you would love to try this application yourself. It's called O Message. As far as of right now, they're still trialing it, but it will definitely be on the App Store very, very soon. Uh, coming up on today's show, we still have lots to share with you. We have a very packed show, so make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse 95. Ladies and gentlemen, about a year ago, everyone was rushing to 5G. Everyone wanted to get their hands on the iPhone 13 5G technology. It was, you know, groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. Then a couple months later, we're talking about how China is going to 6G. Everything's going crazy. Everything's going good. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about anti-5G. <laughs> Some people don't want 5G. Some people are scared of 5G. And an anti-5G necklace is claiming to protect people from mobile networks that were found to be radioactive. Now, anti-5G pendants and accessories that are claiming to protect people from 5G networks have actually been found to be radioactive. So they're trying to protect themselves, but in the end, they were hurting themselves. Yes, indeed. And this actually feels like reliving moments from, I don't know, 10 years ago when there was so much research about how mobile networks and the uh, waves that are emitted from your cell phone can actually impact your brain activity, impact your sleep, impact your productivity during the day. And people started increasingly placing their phones uh, in another room when they're going to bed or at least just not putting it near their, near their heads whenever they fall asleep. So this is taking it to a whole other level because people are actually purchasing pendants they are purchasing necklaces that are known as anti 5g there are accessories that you would wear just like a necklace a ring you name it and it would assumingly protect you from the 5g networks that are or that have been found radioactive according to some researchers but the dutch authority authority has actually been warning all of the users who go ahead and purchase these necklaces that they themselves need protection from the necklaces because uh, they include a lot of ionizing radiation that could actually harm the person wearing it. Yes, now uh, there is no actual evidence that 5G networks are harmful to health mm -hmm. and the whole world obviously goes by the World Health Organization or better known as WHO 
And who says 5G and mobile networks are safe and not fundament fundamentally different from existing 3G and 4G signals? Now, mobile networks do use non-ionizing radio waves that do not damage your DNA. So a lot of people saying that 5G was damaging our DNA. Now, despite this, all these facts, all these factual things, there have been attacks on transmitters by people who believe they are harmful. In the United States, mm -hmm. uh, it was, uh, you know, there was stories about people burning the towers of 5G in America because they thought that, hey, we are being attacked. This is, an, this is another way of, you know, warfare. Now, the products do identify include an energy armor sleeping mask, mm -hmm. a bracelet and a necklace. And unfortunately, there is also a bracelet for children that are branded Magnetics Wellness was also found to be you know, emitting radiation as well. So these people, these companies that are selling it should be, in my opinion, held accountable for false advertisement and for hurting their consumers. Unfortunately, in this world, a lot of people are gullible and it is very easy to make money because people are gullible. And unfortunately, this gullible way of these companies making money has been harming people. Yes, indeed. Um, what's interesting about this is the Netherlands has actually taken a step against these products and they've banned them completely. If any of the citizens have actually purchased it, they've raised a warning asking them not to wear them anymore, to put it safely and wait for the return instructions from the company. They've also prohibited the sales of these uh, pendants, necklaces. As we've mentioned, there are even sleeping masks and bracelets for children, which is actually quite shocking because a child shouldn't be allowed to own a 5g device in my opinion but once again as we've said these are all conspiracy theories against 5g they don't have any scientific basis to prove that 5g is what we may call health hazard now in the past we've definitely seen a lot of research done about cells uh, cell phones and the cellular networks and and the energy that they emit or we could say the radio waves that they emit and we have seen that the levels that they emit are actually very low frequency so they're non-ionizing radiation versus wearing a pendant that is emitting radiation to begin with it's like putting something that's so harmful on your body and keeping it on your body at least a cell phone is not physically placed on your body you can place it on your ear whenever you have a call but then it's off mm -hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, again, I do believe that you should always take your information from a credible source. Mm -hmm. In this case, the World Health Organization or your government entity in specific country. I personally, when it did come to the COVID-19 pandemic, everything I got my information was from the UAE Ministry of Health and Prevention, MOHAP. Mm -hmm. but ladies and gentlemen, I just want to give quick news that Adidas's mm -hmm. first NFT drop has earned $23 million dollars. I don't have words to say because they recently announced that they're going to open their very own virtual shop in the metaverse and it's all going to be sold in NFTs. So. Exactly. So uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking <laughs> at the metaverse becoming a thing of the future and everyone is jumping on that wave. Ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about batteries that can be stretched, twisted, and even washed. Check this out. Check this out. Oh, 95. Do you, do you, Omnia, do you know? Do I know? Twist it, bop it, shake it, move it. Oh, my it? God. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those toys? Twist it, bop it, shake it, move it. 
the ads always were so entertaining to watch. And it's very catchy. Twist it, bop it, shake it, move it. I'm going to find the video while you tell the <laughs> listeners why we're talking about twist it, bop it, shake it, move it. Honestly, this story is a great one for anyone who is who has some form or some level of OCD. I, I personally hate the concept of having something I can't clean. Like something that I would have to reuse over and over again and I can't make sure that it's cleaned up every once in a while. Um, and especially when we're talking about smart clothing becoming the new thing, becoming a part of our future, smart jeans, smart shoes, smart shirts that can, you know, that you don't necessarily have to to throw away often or, or donate often because you could just reuse them over and over again. Or the, the shirts that we talked about where you can have an AC embedded or a heater embedded within the shirt itself because researchers have created a battery that can be stretched, stretched, twisted, and washed. Yes, and just like this, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a blast from the past 1998 advert commercial. Listen to this. <laughs> that was one of my favorite games to play when we were younger. Uh, and now this battery can literally do the same thing. You can twist it, bop it, shake it, and even wash it. Now, this new kind of battery is both flexible and washable and has been developed by researchers. The battery can be twisted and stretched to twice its normal length while also being machine washable. Now, if you're like Omni and you have OCD and you need to wash everything, this is perfect. You know, my sister constantly says at home, she's like, the only thing left to wash in the house is me. <laughs> you nice could one. just go ahead and put me in the washing machine as well. Well, I mean, cleanliness, especially in the times of COVID-19, is very important. And again, we're looking at wearable electronics being a very big market. I mean, we have our Apple Watches. We have our rings. Mm -hmm. we, we keep a lot of electronics in our pockets as well. For example, your AirPods, right? True. How many times have I've read about people forgetting their AirPods in their pants and it going to the washing machine and being ruined? Now, if you had a, if you had a washable battery... That wouldn't be a problem. Now, in conventional batteries, the internal layers are encased in a hard exterior. But for this new battery, the researchers ground down and they did use key chemicals, zinc and manganese dioxide, and embedded those chemicals in a rubbery polymer. So, stretchable rubber, <laughs> which is making it flexible, bop it, twist it, move it. Now, these chemicals are actually safer than lithium-ion batteries, which do produce toxic chemicals when they break down. Now, have you ever seen a battery explode, Omnia? Oh, seen personally? No, but seen stories of people? 100%. I think that was my mom's worst fear when she first gave me a phone. <laughs> yeah, I did not necessarily when it came to phones, but I remember one time I saw a battery smoking. It's black smoke. It's very, oh very harmful God. to inhale the smoke. It's very toxic. So, again, we're looking at even safer batteries and more flexible batteries. And when the battery is completed, it is made up of several ultra-thin layers of these plastics that do create an airtight and waterproof seal. So, mm -hmm. we're looking at a win-win situation. Absolutely. Now, if you've been wondering how far has the research 
for this type of battery uh, been developed, I'm happy to tell you that so far researchers have tested it out and the battery, one washable battery, has survived over 36 wash cycles in the laundry so far. Now, a lot of people may be thinking, okay, it's great to have, you know, it's a, it's a new form of technology, just like we witnessed when rechargeable batteries came came into into the picture we once had you know single use and then rechargeable batteries came to life and now we're talking all about washable batteries but if we're looking at the internet of things becoming more and more Im- embedded into our lives having wearables and technology become a part of us rather than us using them like we've seen with apple watches it is going to be very important for researchers to create washable batteries that can withstand the lifestyle we're living in, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic. Everything needs to be washed. And let's say even healthcare devices like a health monitor, like a pacemaker, like any other gadget that you want to attach on yourself, it needs to be waterproof and it needs to be able to be cleaned up so that you can use it for the longest time possible. Yes, and again, being clean, especially in these times, is very important. Always remember, ladies and gentlemen, wash your hands. We are we are looking at the new COVID variant, and we have just hit an all-time high in the recent t- recent past months yep. of 457 COVID-19 cases right here in the UAE. And unfortunately, that is giving thanks to the new variant. And you do guys, you guys do need to keep safe. Wash your hands. Wear your masks. Use hand sanitizer. But this does conclude Future Talk for today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys had a great time as much as we did. We love to twist it, bop it, shake it, move it. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, right now it's a mood, right? A very good mood with Wizkid. <laughs> mood. I love Wizkid. Have a great day. <laughs>